Good morning, everybody. So I want to talk about something that I've been preaching for a long time. And um, to a lot of, uh, I hate to use the word controversy, to a lot of misunderstanding and people loving to disagree with it, say it's wrong, say it ruins the dog. Like just about everything I do for the last 20 years ruins dogs. Meanwhile, for some weird reason, we're training dogs up wonderfully and dramatically changing their lives and the lives of other people. Um, a couple of things to note, and I believe you'll be starting seeing on Instagram stories. If you're not part of our social media um, platforms, especially Instagram, Instagram, then you can see Instagram stories, Facebook. Um, I would highly encourage you to, to like those pages. Also, get on our e- emailing list. Anyway, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It's on um, every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It runs from 8 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. And I usually do single topic subjects, and then we expand on that. And then there is room for Q&A. And um, I'll also, right now, we'll be starting really, really soon. We'll be streaming, you know, this Possibly by this week, this show will be also streaming on Rumble. And then I'm also starting a brand new Rumble show that actually has nothing to do with dog training. And give me a little bit of time to get that organized. Um, starting a new podcast. It's um, I've got to just figure out all the, the logistics um, to do it, you know, as far as when, how much, time, day, setting it up, you know, um, uh, all, a lot of different things. And it's going to be a, a lot of research on my on my point on every podcast and it's not going to be off the cuff um, like the show is where I'm prepared to answer every question, no matter what it is, just without any research whatsoever. So um, a couple of observations. First of all, last night's soccer practice um, with Angelo, Angelo has soccer practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, uh, there is, uh, uh, we bring Vader, uh, Vader yesterday, Vader is the dog that's featured in the, um, fearful dog course, nervous dog course, which by the way, is not great for just fearful dogs. All these protocols we do for poofing dogs. So it's actually great for a ton of dogs, confidence building, you know, poofing your dog. Um, if you haven't even, if you don't even know about it yet, um, let me just get you to uh, the proper screen and I'll plug this a couple of times um, during uh, the show. And right here, you can get the Rehabbing a Fearful Dog course right here. You can sign up for it right now. And no matter what you do, please subscribe to our email list because there's a lot of information we have on our email list. Um, on our emails that we send out, whether it's uh, a discount code, whether it's um, a course that nobody else knows about, but people on our email list. Um, so if you're not on the email list, you'll never hear about it. And then a lot of people have been wanting to do one-on-ones. I do a lot of one-on-ones around the world every single day. They're highly effective. Um, you can fully train your dog between our courses and one-on-ones. And you actually don't have to train, um, hire a dog trainer. You can actually rehab your dog also with one-on-ones. So between one-on-one private consults, between um, courses we have, between all the free um, content that we put up, between the podcast, you can actually dramatically change your life and your dog, and you would just go right there for the course. And then all of our other courses are listed, you know, right here. Um, but let's get back to um, Vader yesterday. He learned how to swim yesterday, um, and that was put up 
uh, I'm going to be in the course and I think a screenshot or a small video, what was up on, um, Instagram stories. We'll show that again. Um, yesterday, uh, uh, major breakthrough where Vader was the most relaxed he's ever seen been at, um, anywhere in public. Like he was so relaxed so non-skittish and then yesterday we brought um sweet pea and bogan which is two of the four dogs from california um uh, we we you know we can we brought them to the park as well because there's actually a busy dog park there and we work on the outside of it and though what it is what it is is sweet pea attacks um other dogs in the pack so say one dog barks in the group not only do they all bark, they don't do it anymore. By the way, that was eliminated really quick, but he will go and he'll start a fight. So there was a, um, uh, two days ago when I took all four for a walk, um, this will all be on this new course we're doing, by the way, we're doing another new course. So this is like, this is what we're doing. We're doing courses. We're doing online courses. And this is about integrating, um, either a new dog into an existing pack at your house or how to get a multi, dog um household under control so that's the gist of that's the gist of that so really incredible stuff that we're doing um so we actually had a fight on the walk and this is going to lead into what i'm talking about today um we uh courtney our trainer down here in florida which we brought from rhode island she um has walked two dogs uh, two at a time out of the four. So she'll do a two dog walk and a two dog walk. And she's been with them for two weeks, working on all their basics, everything. Um, and they don't fight on the walks at all. Um, even if another dog is barking, they don't react to it where they used to. Okay. So, uh, yesterday we shot two days ago, we shot some video footage of, well, let's, get me involved now and i come in and i start working on the behavior mod section even though corny is can do behavior mod but that's where i come in with the behavior mod and we started filming for the new course on that part where i was like okay let me show you how to integrate four dogs into um, a walk we started with two on i had two courtney had two and then all of a sudden um i just like grabbed the other leashes and like i was walking with four and a dog across the street barked, and immediately Sweet Pea, which is the black dog, um, started fighting with um, Bogan, which is the brown dog, and they immediately started fighting right in the middle of the walk. And it, we, it's boom, it's broken up in seconds. There was three of us there. Why? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about using fear to leverage relationship. I really, really want to talk about this so much because there's so many people out there that feel that you have to have a relationship with a dog in order to train the dog. But let me explain to you how it actually can work against you, how it can work against you. I've been talking about this for years, a lot of years. Courtney can walk these dogs without them fighting she has a relationship now she spent time doing all of the baseline work stopping the nonsense and she can walk them past barking dogs with no problem oh they're fine okay great right so she built a relationship through training and the appearance was they weren't fighting. 
the fight was still there. The fight was still there. So I come in as somebody new. I come in as somebody new and who has no relationship with the dogs. We do this on purpose, by the way. Like, this is all planned. It's not because I didn't want to work with these dogs. So I come in and I grab two of the dogs um, that don't ever fight and I start walking them. And then she walked with the two dogs who she always walks together with no problem. But one of them is the sheriff and loves to start fights. So if one of the dog barks, that dog um, immediately um, goes after another dog. Sweet Pea does. You'll become familiar with these dogs now that um, I'll be working with them daily, um, but they've been on social media many times. So I'm walking them and a dog across the street barked and within seconds they start fighting. Sweet Pea attacked the dog next to it. Why? Why? They didn't have a relationship with me. Okay. So, the dogs had the appearance that the problem was fixed because Courtney can walk them. Correct? But the problem wasn't fixed because they fought. It's not that difficult to have a dog not fight. Just don't put them in situations where they would normally fight. It's not rocket science. I can keep a dog for six weeks and say, oh, dog got along fine with dogs. No. So, do I need to build a relationship with these dogs in order for them not to fight? How many folks are out there that are in human relationships where the dogs do great for you, but they don't do great for your partner and you've owned these dogs for years? How many of you out there are in a relationship, the dogs do fine for you, but with your partner, they don't even walk properly, let alone they act up. They're more leash reactive. Show of hands. Hands go up. Right now, I know there's hands up. How many of you have had your dog trainer walk the dogs perfectly, but with you, they don't, and with you, they're still leash reactive? Show of hands. Hands are up. Like this is common knowledge in the dog training industry. It's, it's very, very common knowledge in the dog training industry. So, hold on a second. So, I think it's important that folks understand that there's something called association. With the dog trainer, I don't fight. But with the owner, my association is that I fight. With Courtney, we don't fight. But with Jeff, we don't fight. We do fight. I'm sorry, we do fight. Now, it's not by lack of skill set. So this is where people chime in and they say, that's why it's important to build a relationship with the dog first, because then that eliminates the problem. 
well, then why can't your spouse or your partner walk the dogs? Why can't you walk the dogs, but your trainer can? The trainer's had the dog for two weeks, no fights. You've had the dog for two years, fights. You have a relationship with the dog. Why is the dog fighting? So relationship doesn't stop the problem. It might give the appearance of stopping the problem, but the problem is still there. I hope everyone's following this. I'm trying to explain it simply. So yesterday morning, Sweet Pea and Bogan came over to our house where Joel and I are. Courtney brought them over and we set it up. I grabbed Sweet Pea. I grabbed Bogan. And Courtney grabbed Wes. Courtney came into the room. This was all done just right in the kitchen. Courtney came into the room. Sweet Pea started loading. If you don't know what loading is, it's the look that you're about to do something bad. Like the dog all of a sudden goes from, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, to all of a sudden going, I'm going to react. I'm going to explode. So I immediately say no. It's very important you always say no before you apply a punisher. No. I bonked, held up the leash. No, I did not hang the dog, but held up the leash for self-preservation for me and the dogs in the other room. And the dog got corrected at an extremely high level. So we made it suck to load and think of attacking another dog. The dog immediately then hit the ground, was nervous, but don't worry, that goes away. The dog was has always been nervous and didn't react. And then for the rest of the session, the dog didn't react. We went outside, went for a walk, no problem. I instilled fear into that dog, which by the way, only takes three seconds. I instilled fear into that dog that fighting is not acceptable. So I truly eliminated the problem. I truly eliminated the problem. Last night at the soccer game, I walked them both, and all, all this will either come out, all this will be on the, this new course that we're doing, but also I believe Joelle did some stories that will go up on Instagram stories today as well, showing like this work being done. Not Maybe not the actual corrections, because I think that was just for the course, but like their body language and stuff like that, and a couple of um, talking points from me. So yesterday we went to the dog park because there's a fence there and dogs love to run the, run the fence. So what do I do? Every time I saw a pack of dogs, I would stop. The dogs would come rushing over. And Bogan, who gets attacked, turned around, not facing Sweet Pea. And Sweet Pea went into a down, looked up at me and said, don't worry, Jeff, I'm not going to explode. So the dog that eight hours earlier wanted to fight 
immediately said, I'm not fighting. I'm not even thinking of fighting. And Bogan said, I'm turning around because I don't want anything to do with this nonsense because I'm tired of being attacked. Now I can start the process of building a working relationship. So I truly got rid of the problem. When you build a relationship with a dog, you might give the appearance of getting rid of the problem, but you hand the leash to somebody else, the problem still exists. That is how you leverage fear, but it is getting such a bad, the dog's not doing it because it's afraid it's gonna be corrected. Yep, and you're gonna stay sober so your spouse doesn't fucking kick you out of the house. That's a that's use that's fear, by the way. I'm not gonna attack another dog, so massive amounts of discomfort is not applied to me, which by the way is not in, it's not enough incentive for some dogs. Some dogs don't give a shit. We've got ways to fix that too. But that took three seconds. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. The dogs will be with us for over 3 billion seconds. So let's scale this. Three seconds to stop a problem in a 3 billion billion second boarding train. Sounds pretty fair to me, doesn't it? If somebody wants to argue about that and say that's abuse, not fair, yada, 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 fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you kept the dog under threshold, it wouldn't do this. Really? So a dog barking across the streets, which to this dog goes makes it go above threshold, I can't be in that situation? A dog walking towards me? brings the dog above threshold. I can't be in that situation. Well, that's a crappy fucking life. Now, this is not how we train basic obedience. This is how we stop dangerous, unwanted behaviors. It's very important to clarify this. Is this making sense? Do you want me to explain it in a simpler way? Because be, And I'm not trying to insult anybody, but I will, if, if I can. The concept is, I instilled fear in the dog first, then I will start now the process with the the, the training. Meanwhile, Courtney used relationship, but she she did not have the problem. That's one person. That's one person. I had a problem and I got skills and I got skills. So the problem still exists. But again, this concept of build a relationship with a dog, then work on the problems because now because you have a good relationship, the dog won't misbehave. Bull fucking shit. Maybe for you, maybe for you, but how about somebody else? Is the dog only going to have one handler all its life? 
you live up in the mountains? Do you live by yourself and nobody ever works the dog? Do you never need a pet sitter? Does the dog never get boarded? I can actually teach the dog, teach the dog how to behave with other people. Is the dog always going to only have one handler? I want my 10-year-old son, Angelo, to be able to walk this dog past barking dogs, and I don't want it to ever trigger on a dog. We do this, by the way. We do this. So if my 10-year-old son can walk this dog past another dog, I'd like to think the owner can do it. Because the dogs, these California, and I keep saying California, we're in Florida. They drove from California to Florida, and then we're going out to California to train the owners. There's a husband, a wife, an infant. The infant won't be training the dogs. And then there's also three staff members daily there. So it's a higher profile family. This is used, I've been, I have done that over 1,000 times, if not more. So someone could say it doesn't work, and I'm going to say, bullshit, it doesn't work. I do it all the time. It works, and it passes on to owners. But all dogs that have got aggression, leash reactivity, unwanted behaviors, dangerous behaviors, they should have some sense, some sense of fear to do those things. You should be afraid to break curfew. You should be afraid of going into your parents' room and stealing money from their drawers that they hide or from their wallet. You should have a sense of fear of shoplifting. There's something called consequences in life, and those things should be a motivation to make you not do those things. But no. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. Build a relationship with a dog, Jeff, and you don't have to do any of those things. Really? Maybe you don't have to. Courtney wouldn't have had to. Courtney wouldn't have had to. But hand the leash to me, boom, they immediately do it. Meanwhile, the fighting dog, after it got corrected, it looked like shit. It looked like a bumbling mess. But guess what? This is a dog that came in a bumbling mess. Yesterday, we had the elect two electricians come to our house. So when you buy a new dryer, so we had to buy a new washer and dryer for the new, for the new um, training place. So anytime any noise, anytime they heard any noise, all they would all go off. All four dogs would go off. Yesterday, two electricians came to the house, knocked down the door, no barking. Walked in the house, no barking. Walked past all the dogs, no barking. Worked there for 15 minutes. These guys are really great. If, you, if anybody needs a good electrical company in um, electricians in um, the Sarasota, Bradenton area, um, I've got incredible electricians for you. Incredible electricians for you. They show up, they do hard work, and boy, are they quick. 
They are so freaking quick. So we're making dramatic improvements on many levels. So I go over there again today and we do more filming because we're making a full course on this. Another course. We taught Vader how to swim yesterday. That's going to be in the course. Thursday, we're going to do more filming of Vader at the soccer game and you'll see how much more relaxed he is. I try, I try to... Um, if you look at our stories, let me just see. Let me just see if I can, if this photo came out. Um, oh shoot, I don't think the photos, I don't, oh, I don't have a photo of it. Let me see if I can get a photo. Uh, I couldn't get it. Anyway, look at our Instagram stories. You'll see you'll see Vader relaxed as fuck. All right. So let's get right to the questions. Ask your questions. Deb says, um, "Hope I understood what I heard yesterday that you are making a video for training a family pack to be calm. Not just not just calm, Deb. We're training." This is it. We have four dogs from California here in Florida, and we're teaching these four dogs how to actually, yes, be well-trained, calm, work together, stop fighting, be integrated back into the house. There's a new baby. They're going to be baby-proofed. So, yes, that's the gist of it, and that's going to be a new course, and, and Joelle's going to be putting that up within a week. That you'll be able to. Um, it'll be on pre-sale. It'll be on pre-sale. Deb says my clients with multiple dogs will love that. Exactly, Deb. And yeah, many, many trainers recommend our courses. We have an affiliate program as well. These are a bunch of good mornings uh, from Brittany. Good morning. Snuggle Buns. Good morning. Philip, uh, Constance, Avi, John, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Kim says, good morning, Jeff. Uh, you still need to get your Rumble new show going. We need your voice. Yes. So my new show on Rumble is going to not be about dog training at all. It'll only be on Rumble, and it's not going to be political. If someone makes it political, that's on you. It's not on me. And it's going to be about um, how uh, um, things such as as no men should not be in women's locker rooms. And um, yes, we should um, be securing our country. And yes, um, you know, you know what the hell is going on with our public education? You know, all kinds of stuff like that. And which is not political. I think no matter how you vote i think we all want our kids to be safe we all want um a secure security in our country we all want to be able to pay less taxes we all want um uh, um you know job security we all want to um stop paying you know 1099 for um food that used to be 399 so i think no matter how you vote we all want these things if somebody wants to turn that into political i think we should all be i think pretty much everybody's against sex trafficking no matter how you vote you know what i, I mean this is like it, it's it's common sense it's common sense so if somebody wants to turn that into a political thing that's on you not on me i really don't give a shit how you vote i'm just talking about like basic wants and needs of families and individuals 
Um, two dogs and a dude. Hey, how are you? Um, good morning. Avi says, if you need some help with research, let me know. I can help. It's what I was trained for. LOL. I'll let you, I'll keep you in the loop, Avi. Skyler says, uh, I did. I did a quick phone call with Skyler the other day. Harmony is doing amazing with the pack. They go out together without the muzzle. She snapped at me when I brushed her tail out, but with one firm no, she let me do it. She's not really um, eating though. Don't worry about it. She's just nervous. She'll eat. She'll eat. Uh, Brittany says uh, my dogs are so much better with me, but with my husband, it's a shit show. So here you go. So, so Brittany, let me ask you a question. Does your husband live in the house? How long have you owned the dog for? And then why is your why why is why are the dogs not good for your husband? If he lives in the house, if you've owned those dogs for a little bit, if they're good with you, that means they're capable of being good. Why are they not good with your husband? This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Mickey says, I, I, I work them and they don't do uh, for husband what they do for me. Many times I have to walk towards the door so husband can take them out. It's um, been all the bull terriers. I say what he can do uh, to have a relationship and it wouldn't take much. I'm not quite, I, I, I definitely mucked that up. The bottom line is this. Sometimes spouses don't have time for a relationship or partners don't have time for a relationship, but you don't need a relationship to have a well-behaved dog. Obviously, says life and mother nature, no, no threshold. Bingo. They don't. They don't. Snuggle Bun says it's making sense. Perfect sense, Jeff. From uh, uh, VV, uh, Titan VV. Um, two dogs and a dude. Did you film the correction in the kitchen? Absolutely. Of course we did. It's going to be in the course. It's going to be in the course. Mickey says, um, yelling like it is. Um, uh, a name for new show. Sure, looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it might be. You know, wake up, don't woke up. I'm still, I'm still trying to figure things out. Or I've exposed him to all kinds of noises. But when I try to have him sitting, he doesn't calm down and he wants to go away. Should I insist and will get better? Um, I didn't quite understand that. You might want to do a one on one with me. I offer one on ones. If you ever want to, um, the, the power of a one on one is is incredible. Um, let me just help you people out. I mean, right there, if you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com, go to a one-on-one right there, and you can purchase a 30-minute or 60-minute one-on-one. I don't even need to see your dog. At a minimum, please subscribe to our channel, to our email list. This is how you buy the Fearful Dog course. This is how you buy all of our courses on the Academy. Um, this is by how you sign up for um, information about our boarding train. I'll call you up. It's like you don't have to buy it. But, you know, we can definitely talk. Um, Brittany says, yep, he lives here, and we have owned them all five plus years. He just plays it off as well. You work from home. Um, no, it's called I train them, and you're the fun owner, right? And Brittany, he can be fun, but... I can show you how to, I can show you and your husband how to get the dogs to listen to him without him putting in the hours and hours and hours of um, training. That's what I got. Who else has questions? Clarifications about what I talked about. So, no, I don't want dogs afraid of me. But there is a time and a place to leverage fear there is a time and a place to leverage fear 
to stop unwanted behaviors. That's just the way life works. That's just the way life works. Sonia says, I have a black lab and I'm going to care for another one for a few days. The lady said her dog does not walk on a leash. She won't let me put a prong collar on it. Could, could I train him with a choke collar? I mean, so, so she'll let you use a choke chain? So does she realize that choke chains harm dogs, but a prong collar does not? You cannot, I mean, I've been using prong collars for, I don't know, 20 years. So she'll let you she'll let you choke the dog out, which which can cause harm to the dog, but not a prong collar, which is the safest collar out there. But it looks barbaric. I would say, guess what? If you want me to watch your watch your dog and you want me to walk your dog, I'm doing it the way I want to, or your dog doesn't go for walks. It's as simple as that. If you want me to care for your dog, if you want me to walk your dog, no, I'm not going to walk it on a choke chain. I'm going to walk it on a more effective tool that, number one, you're probably more comfortable using. Right? She thinks the prong is hurting the dog. Okay. She thinks the, dog, the prong is hurting the dog, but she doesn't know because it's not. Do they look barbaric? Sure. But they're not hurting the dog. I skipped over RF and Diane's question. Maybe I didn't see it. RF. Um, there we go. Hold on here. Diane, I'm sorry about that. RF, okay. Uh, my dog is paranoid sitting um, nearby objects, furniture, doors, even trees. He's very afraid of noises and constantly looks for fleeing triggers. I walk him every morning and evening through the street. Okay, do a one-on-one -on -one with me. Or buy the buy oh buy buy the fearful dog course RF. Have you not have you bought the fearful dog course yet, RF? Go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Buy the fearful dog course. Your life will change. And if that's not enough, okay, green to graduate and fearful dog course. Green to graduate and fearful dog course and one-on-one. -on -one. So for five hundred dollars, you can have a different dog. Diane, will the desire to fight go away after not go, uh, doing it, or is it always the fear of the punishment being applied that stops it? That's a great question, Diane. Does it matter? Does it matter? I haven't had a drink of alcohol or done drugs for 30 years. I don't want to. I was, I was an easy person to get sober. I did it all myself. Never got any outside help. Does it matter? Or does me just being sober matter? But to answer your question more direct, I don't know with this particular dog. But going by the past, dogs just don't want to fight anymore. Now, I can't read their minds. Why don't they want to fight? Sometimes, many times, they realize there's another alternative and they didn't know about it. 
Other times, sure, they don't want to be corrected. How's your quality of life? You, the human. Better, right? Historically, what we see is dogs just don't want to fight anymore. But if I told you your dog wasn't going to fight, isn't that important enough? If your kid comes home and by curfew, does it really matter what the motivator is? Except for your kid came home not smelling like pot, alcohol, dilated pupils. Does it matter that they learned that not doing drugs, alcohol is smart or that they don't want to be, have next weekend taken away from them? Now, in life, I want them to make better choices. But at the beginning of the rehab process, at the beginning of the parenting of a teenager process, does it matter? Does it truly matter? But the desire of the fight does go away. But guess what, though? All dogs, everyone will fight given the right circumstances. Araf, and expose him to all kinds of noises, but when I try to have him sitting, he doesn't calm down, he wants to go away. Should I insist and will get better? Get our fearful dog course. Yes, it gets better, but you have to know what to do. There's a timing issue. There's a lot of different, there's a lot of different variables to it. We can also do a one-on-one. Um... Okay, Sonia says, I use the yes. Sonia says, because um, in Canada, it's illegal. Plenty of people in Canada, they use tools. Get a bandana. That's the ironic part about Canada. They'll let you choke your dog out. Which, okay, a choke chain is a noose. You can kill a dog on a choke chain in about mm, 30 seconds. 30 seconds is all it takes to, to, to kill a dog on a choke chain. Um. Avi says, love it, bulldog. I was thinking, waking the woke. Nice. Maybe. And for people that think that the term woke is political, do your research. No, it's not. Sonia says, thanks. Have a wonderful day. Um, Lisa says, Bulldog Awesome. Kathy says, Lady of Flea Market walked up to admire our calm dog. Noticed a prong and started screeching. Take it off now. You're hurting your dog. Dog said, gazing around and bored. Okay, lady, bye. Yeah. Yep. So she obviously is too easily triggered and she needs help. Dog's just sitting there. She's admiring the dog, but the dog is being hurt. Oh my gosh. I've got the best son in the world. He helps out around the house. He's so respectful. He does well in school. 
He has a great job. He's a wonderful person. He's nice to everybody that he meets. I'm so proud of him. Tomorrow you find out that he's gay and you disown him. That's the way, that's the same woman that freaked out about the prong collar. Right? Kathy said, husband said, thank God she didn't notice the shock collar. Yeah. So he says, the thing, the things in my city, the harness is ob um, obligatory. Um, in my book, it's not, doesn't make sense. There's no way I can control a big black uh, lab with a harness. Well, you can, you can. I mean, you can control a dog with no leash. But what we, what we do with our Canadian clients is we embed, we train them in our training center with a, with a, with a, the, the collar, the shock collar. By the way, shock collar, e-collars, remote collars, they're all the same thing. Um, on the neck, and then when they go home back to Canada, we embed it in their harness. It works, by the way. So when he says, congrats, Kansas says, in a multi-dog home, should kennels be in a central area or in a separate area room from the main living um, space? I like them in the main area. But with you, with 10 dogs, Constance, that's up to you. you. You can have a dog room. Karen says, all hearts, head with all hearts. So he says, I used all the tools. I have an e-cow or a prong cow. I've been following you for years now, which changed my life. Awesome. Karen, like my gentle Zoe, but it was a, but it, but it was a rabbit, not another dog. Yep. Does the fearful dog seminar cover separation anxiety? Um, all the courses address separation anxiety. But I can help you with separation anxiety. We can do a one-on-one -on -one consult for separation anxiety. I have, I, have, I have, but all the courses address separation anxiety. Believe it or not, our Green to Graduate Obedience course doesn't directly address separation anxiety, but I can help you with the separation anxiety. Please define embed in the harness. We take the harness and we stitch it right here. But you can put a harness anywhere on the dog's body. All right, everybody. Uh, obviously, as woke as cultural slang gone wrong. Yeah. Yep. Sure is. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you tonight. So don't forget today at 4 o'clock, I've got a special podcast with um, a gentleman from a raw food company. Um, that's going to be on streaming on both Facebook and YouTube. And then also tonight is the What Would Jeff Do show with, with the wonderful Joelle, which is the Q&A show. So today I've got three podcasts. So goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much. I value and treasure you, and I love you. Um, and thanks for your great questions. And uh, everybody, have a fantastic day.